the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you. It's a beautiful day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. It's a big day for us. Got a great show. We'll get right into it. Of course, as you may have heard already, the, our own Apopka Memorial Middle School basketball team captured the Orange County Championship this week. And we are pleased to be joined by members, by Coach Mark Washington, other coaches as well, and members of the Apopka Memorial Middle School Orange County Champion basketball team. They brought their hard way, hardware with them as well, so we're looking forward to talking to them a little bit later in our program. First, we're pleased to be joined by Coach Mike McDaniel, head coach of Blue Darter Baseball. We'll go to Coach McDaniel in just a moment. Coach, great to see you. Thanks for coming over. Great to see you guys. Thanks for having me. And then later, though, before we start, I want to give a well-deserved shout-out to our host, our host sponsor, Steve White, founder and owner of Porky's. He, of course, as you know earlier, has been named the Businessman of the Year by the Apopka Chamber of Commerce. And most recently, just the other night, Wednesday night, actually, he was honored for his, con- his success, of course, as a businessman, but also his extraordinary, you know, un- unquenchable contributions, uh, generous contributions to organizations and individuals in our Apopka community by the Central Florida Council of the Boy Scouts of America in a huge ceremony at the VFW. Uh, it was a great outpouring of people throughout the um, Apopka and Central Florida, and it was a wonderful day to see um, for to see uh, some, somebody so well deserving recognized by by the community. Totally agree, Roger. I mean, Steve is one of his th- philanthropic heart that he has for the community is awesome. The number of people he's helped is just just extraordinary, mind-boggling, actually. Um, and that's in addition to just serving the serving the community the way he does with the great food and the and the great uh, great place here at Porky's, which is a real community gathering place. Well, just as you were going on the air, a a whiff of fried onions and meat came whipping through the front porch here, and I was just like, oh wow! So come out for lunch. And uh, please, we'll get started. And just, but before we do, I want to, of course, remind you and let you know that Blue Daughter Sports Central, all the programs you hear on 1520 WBZW are presented by Florida Door Solutions. And let you know that if you have any kind of a garage door problem, big or small, residential or commercial, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And, of course, as you know, Florida Door Solutions, in the best Apopka tradition, gives back. They support 
Apopka High School. They support athletics at Apopka High School, youth sports in Apopka Little League, and numerous contributions, just like Steve does at Porky's throughout our community. Florida Door Solutions. You can find them at FLADoor.com. That's FLADoor.com. Or just give them a call at 866-FLADoor. 866-FLADoor. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you and that you're an Apopka Blue Darter. Now let's go to Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Darter baseball coach. Coach, great to see you. Thanks for coming over to Porky's. Yeah, good morning. Great to see you guys. Thank you. You know, it's really great to have you come over and join us. Uh, we're kind of starting a new tradition here on Blue Darter Sports Central. We had lamented before you came over um, a couple of weeks ago, Joe and I, that you know, Coach Darlington used to join us every Friday during football season and actually during spring football as well. And we were kind of missing those days. But it's great that you're uh, you're here to to, you know, to to help fill his big shoes. Oh, they're big shoes to fill. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, anytime that, uh, you know, I can get out here and, and be here in person and see you guys and just have an opportunity to, uh, you know, discuss some of the things that have happened and, and promote our program and our school, then, uh, you know, I'll be here. It's great seeing you. And, of course, I uh, always love talking Blue Darter baseball. In fact, it might be my favorite topic. And, Coach, let's just, we'll pick it up at, at, the, at the latest, and then we'll work back. We had a game over at Lake Brantley last night, our second district game. You know, they uh, kind of put it, put it on us. I think it was like 8-3. to three. Can you just give us your thoughts on the game last night? Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're really talented offensively. And, um, you know, we didn't pitch it as well as we have in the past with, you know, some guys. Um, uh, if you look at their lineup, I believe they got about uh, you know, eight Division One guys and a, and a Division Two guy signing the second baseman is going to West Florida, which is a good program. So, um, and they're a senior-laden group, and and we're uh, you know we're experienced on the mound with some seniors, and, and most of our position guys are underclassmen. So, um, you know, I felt like we were in the game at times, and you know, we, you know, give up a, a homer to Nunez. Um, you know, early in the game, and, and it kind of changed the game. And but he's a game changer. You know, he's a, he's a University of Florida commit and a, pot- a potential draft guy for a reason. And you know, we pitched to him. Um, and, and I said to, to Coach Entrican uh, over at third base, I said we may be the only team in the country that's going to pitch to this kid. And I said nobody else is going to because I'm going to tell them not to. <laughs> and but you know, like yeah, you got one over here. Uh- yeah, earlier in the week on, on us. Too. Yeah, I mean, in the series, he was about seven for eight with two homers and two doubles. So, uh, kid's a special and played some player. Great defense, too. Yeah, kid's a special player. And, you know, you don't go to Florida because you're no good. Um, but at the same time, we're not going to back down. We're going we're gonna to play baseball. We're not going to, you know, run and, and hide or play chicken or any of that kind of stuff. And, you know, if you're going to excel and get to the next, you know, step in this game, you got to challenge guys that are, are like him. You know, Macarabbits, same thing, you know, uh, hit a homer last night, a good player going to East Carolina. Um, you know, so, you know, it's a situation where, uh, you know, it's it hits a double-edged sword. You, you don't pitch to one guy, you got to pitch to the other one. So, uh, you know, we just take our chances and do what we got to do, and, and we're going to play straight up. We're not going to, you know, run and hide. And, of course, you know, we, two of our front-line pitchers went against them, you know, Stallings and, and Tyner. And then, of course, one thing I noticed um, was, we, we once, once again, we left a lot of guys on base. Yeah, you know, we've talked all week about being clutch, you know, and I think that's something that's in your blood. And you got to want to be in those moments. And you got to, you know, expect that um, your teammates want you to be in that moment, too, and that they're going to trust you. And, and we've talked a lot about that. And, you know, 
Our group is, you know, again, they're young and they, they haven't really had a, a lot of those big moments and those big games and in uh, big atmospheres. I mean, you guys saw what the atmosphere was like at our place, and it was no different la- there last night. I mean, the place is full of people and, you know, full of, uh, you know, fans that, uh, you know, are rooting for these kids. But, you know, deep down inside, that you, you got to have it in your DNA to, to want to be in that situation and come through. And, um, you know, not everybody's built for that. Uh, you know, it's easy to play when you're up or down by eight. Uh, but it, it isn't so easy to play when the game's on the line and, and the ball's hit to you or you're in, in an bat where you need to drive in a run and and that's stuff that we're trying to you know we're trying to to get out of them um you know i'm not sure you can coach it uh, but you can try to prepare them and then whatever happens is pretty much up to them and we're speaking with coach mike mcdaniel of blue darter baseball you know of course one of the things and, and i think he really really did a great assessment of of talking about the you know brantley as a program you know they're an incredibly veteran team you know and, and as you know those of us who follow it really closely know those most of those kids on that team and especially in the starting line but they're 20 they're 365 days a year baseball guys i mean they're not too many of them are playing other sports not too many you know they're, they're guys that are working on baseball i mean you know every single day i'm just i don't want to build them up too big but i'm just saying it was a very veteran team and it, it was uh you know certainly one of the you know better programs in the state as, as we kind of already know yeah, and, and that's kind of typically the way that it's gone uh, in, in multiple sports, in multiple schools, is, you know, if you're a football kid, you play football. If you're a basketball kid, you play basketball. If you're a baseball kid, you play baseball. Like, the, it isn't shared like it was when we grew up. Um, and, you know, as far as giving them credit, yeah, we're, we're going to give them credit. And I told our guys is, you know, we don't want to give them too much credit because we're going to have to play them again. And we'll be a different team the next time we play them uh, than we are today. And that's, you know, one of the things with them is I I don't know how much better they're going to get. You know, their lineup is their lineup. Their their pitching is just okay. I feel like our pitching is better. We just didn't perform. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be a showdown in in the districts again in May. And that's what we have to prepare ourselves for. And if you look at our schedule, uh, every game is like that. You know, looking back at at some of the games that we've played with Edgewater and Timber Creek and and moving forward, I mean, we're going to play some really good teams. And, you know, we, we are battle tested through six games already. And that's something that can't be replaced. Uh, down the road at the end when it really matters. They've been in those situations pretty much every night. And we really feel good about that part of it. Um, you know, although we're 3-3, we're three and three, we feel like we could easily be 6-0. and oh. And, you know, of course, one of the things that always comes from, from losing or, you know, is 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 things you learn and what were and and there are bright spots as well what, what are some of the the things over the last game a you know, couple of games that you see that that, that are, are bright spots and positives well we've learned that we can play with anybody um and be in games with anybody it's just a matter of, of again making that play when you need one or you know getting that big knock when you need one you know i i don't know how many guys we've left on base in the last three games but it's probably a small village uh, we've left a ton of guys on base, and probably in the record-setting category. <laughs> I like that—a small village, uh, you know. And and you know, that, that's just the the major thing. And, and you guys know this as well as anybody, because you, you guys are out calling the games. You know, two out hits win a lot of ball games. Um, you know, two strike hitting wins a lot of ball games, and we've gotten so much better at the two strike approach. You know, early on we struggled a little bit, and in the last couple of games we've only struck out four or five times. You know, so you know. That's incredible, uh, especially in high school baseball where pitching is king. 
Um, we've done a really good job in our two-strike approach, and but we we continue to talk about that each and every day is, is not giving up at bats. And eventually those are going to turn into some of those two-out hits that we're looking for uh, that are separators in the game, you know. Um, you know, defensively, we've, we've played fine. You know, we've played well defensively. We've pitched okay at times. Uh, and we've pitched good at times. Uh, we, but we, I don't think we've played our best baseball, and that's still ahead of us. Um, you know, and our best arms are, are, you know, in a situation where they're starting to get a little stronger so they'll be able to go deeper in games. You know, we keep guys on pitch counts, which may be a little different than some. Uh, you know, we're not running a guy out there over 75 usually. Um in our program until you know after this coming week in spring break where we'll start to extend them out a little bit and even then we we try not to go over 100 with anybody simply because of the the health issue you know is always something with arms these days you know if you look at guys in the big leagues one in every four guys in in, in the major leagues have had tommy john surgery and a lot of that happens it's amazing that is un- unbelievable it, it is unbelievable and, and it's probably going to go up uh, as time goes on and it doesn't happen then when they're in the big leagues. It happens now. And the reason it happens now is because some guys run them out there no matter what. They just want to win a ball game. And, and I'm not ever going to put a kid's health in jeopardy to win a baseball game because I know down the road there's long-term effects. And for our guys to stay healthy throughout their career and go to college in one piece or play professionally in one piece, that's more important to me than anything else. And, you know, it's longevity. And we want that to happen with our players. And, and so, you know, there's times where they, they fight, you know, and, and want to pitch another inning or throw, you know, another, you know, couple of pitches. And, and, and I stick to my guns and I say, no, <laughs> no, we're not doing that because, you know, there's a bigger picture here. And, yes, we want to win the game, but we also feel like we have guys that are capable to come in behind them and do the job. And, and that's what we're going to continue to do. And, and I feel like if you do that in your program uh, over time, uh, it, it sells itself. And, and, and coaches and, and, you know, guys that, that scout and recruit are going to come here because they know that they're going to get a good product and they're going to get a healthy one. Speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel on Blue Darter Sports Central today. Later in our program, we'll hear from the newly crowned Orange County champion of Popka Middle School basketball team and Coach Mark Washington. Before we go to break, I want to give a word from our friends over at Baptiste Orthodontics and let you know that Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics are looking forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. And we encourage you to go over and visit them at their brand-new Apopka office right across from Kitland Nelson Park on Park Avenue. Well, we're coming to you live from the front porch at Porkies. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with baseball coach Mike McDaniel. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central, coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street, which is also Highway 441. We're speaking with Blue Darter baseball coach Mike McDaniel right now. Later in our show, we'll be joined by the by Coach Mark Washington and some of the players from the brand-new Orange County champion Apopka Middle School basketball team. And we look forward to having John Perry join us a little bit later as well. It's a great day to be in a Blue Darter, and it's a great day to be at Porky's talking Blue Darter sports. And, of course, once again, we want to remind you that our our host, sponsor, Steve White at Porky's, was recently awarded the 
Businessman of the Year by the Popka Chamber, and he was uh, recognized and, and honored just Wednesday night by the Central Florida Council of the Boy Scouts of America for his tremendous contributions to our Apopka community. Let's go back to Coach McDaniel. And, yeah, and, and we're, you know, it's almost kind of like, you know, we're headed into spring break next next week. And that's always a, a very uh, uh, interesting part of high school baseball in Florida because uh, the, the week is off and teams have tournaments and do kind of do a little bit different things in terms of their schedule, which, of course, you'll be doing. You'll make a trip out to Pensacola once again for that very prestigious tournament out there, which so it kind of creates like kind of a little natural break here in the season. We're into the season by six games. As you said, we played a, 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 a super quality schedule, uh, some of the best teams literally in the state of Florida, and um, as well as Central Florida. What, what are some of your thoughts on, on the positive? And what are some of the things you like that you've seen thus far over the first six games before you head into spring break? Well, our effort, our effort has been tremendous. Um, you know, I don't feel like that we're ever out of any game because I think we can play multiple ways on offense. Uh, you know, we can hit some doubles, you've seen. Uh, you know, we had a couple guys, you know, uh, you know, pop some out, which, you know, we're not really that kind of a team. But, like, we can hit some line drives that, that end up getting out of the park. Uh, and especially in the parks that we play in, they're, they're all pretty big. So, um, you know, offensively, we, we can play multiple ways, and that's one of the really good things that we've seen. We've seen that we can play really good defense. Um, you know, when balls are in play, with like we we catch them. I mean, I think the, you know we've made maybe three errors in six games or something, which in high school baseball is kind of rare. You know, usually you see that many in, in one or two games. Um, and, and so, but we spend a, lot, a great deal of time with that, and, and just our, our gritty effort. You know, which is you know it's an apopka thing. You know, it's, it's part of uh, of their tradition and. and part of their culture is is being blue collar and and really getting after somebody and you know when when people see that name of popka you know across the the chest of a player they know that that kid's going to fight and and do whatever he can uh and compete to to be you know the best player that he can be and 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 on the best team that he can be on so um you know that that's the positive side of it and you know moving forward the positive side is we get a chance to spend a week with each other and really get to uh, focus on baseball and focus on uh, the relationships that it creates. And, and, and we get to focus on um, being, you know, bonded, I guess is the word that I'm looking for. Um, you know, it's a bonding experience. Part of the experience is that you, know, you don't have to, to get up and go to school you don't have to do homework. You don't have to listen to your mom and dad, you know, uh, in your ear all night long because they're, they're with us. And so and they're with their teammates. And, you know, that's something that uh, it creates chemistry and it creates camaraderie. And as a coach, I'm not sure you can you can coach that. It's just something that happens. But it happens with being together and it happens with uh, being around one another. You know, from the coaching side, it allows us to focus on our players only. Uh, I don't have to go and teach, you know, seven classes. I don't have to read emails and take phone calls and, and do all that kind of stuff. So it gives us that, that you know, one-on-one time with our players, and it gives us that, 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 you know, feeling of family that we always want to have. And that's something that, you know, that goes a long ways, especially when, you you know, you get down the, the backstretch of a season is those guys know that, that you have their back as a coach and then they have the, their each other's backs as players, and that goes uh, as far as anything in this game. We're speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel, Blue Daughter baseball coach. And, and Coach, you know, I'd like to, 
yeah, I want to pick up what you talked about, about the spirit and the grit. And I've witnessed that uh, twice recently. Of course, uh, last I think it was last Friday night, Timber Creek. Uh, we got down in the first inning, two to nothing. And uh, next thing you know, we were putting runs back, you know, on the board in our half of the inning and next thing you know we're ahead you know we ended up winning that game against a, a you know a, an opponent that that won a state championship two years ago and was in the state championship game last year and then also uh well actually both lake brantley games but especially as you said we're only a hit or two away in a crucial spot last night from being right there you know one run game or even maybe even winning that game but um the one earlier in the week was um we continually battle back. I mean, we were down five after two innings. Next thing you know, we got three on the board. And, uh, you know, they did a good job, you know, because they're a, a great team. They didn't sit on their lead. They kept chipping away, adding and adding. But but as they would add, we kept chipping away and chipping away. And you know, we stayed in the chase, is what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, so we've been able to, to witness that that spirit of, of never giving up, coming back, hanging in there in, in adverse situations, getting behind early. Yeah, you know, and and that's kind of been our mo is that you know we just don't go away. And and the other night when we went down five nothing, I thought we were going to get embarrassed. I'm thinking, man, you know, and, you know, Brewer, you know, in, in his first start, in, in, you know, as a as a high school pitcher, uh, I mean, he was nervous, man. You could tell like he just wasn't himself. And you know, he got out of the first, you know, and then give up one, and then goes back out in the second, and, and you know, it was kind of the same old same old. And then I couldn't get anybody up fast enough to get him out. And, you know, next thing you know, it's it's five to nothing. And, you know, I just brought them together and said, hey, listen, you know, this is where you're going to have to really show who you are and you're going to have to, um, you know, chip away. So you don't have to take the lead here, but you're going to have to chip away at it and give yourselves a chance. And I think we ended up scoring three. And so, you know, we did exactly what we were looking to do. Uh, and stayed in the game the whole time. You know, they'd score one, we'd score two. They'd score three, we'd score one. You know, so it was back and forth the whole time. And, um, you know, I, I feel like and our, our players feel like and our coaches feel like that, you know, Lake Brantley feels really good about themselves walking away from here uh, getting two wins. And they, they feel like that, you know, they're, they're pretty lucky. And after the first game, you know, Eric said, you know, I felt like we lost that game. Talking about, you know, Lake Brantley. He's like, I feel like we lost. And I'm, you know, thinking to myself, well, why, why are you thinking that? You won nine to six, but I, I can understand why because it didn't go the way that that they're typically used to uh, playing. And so, you know, there's some things that we saw in that series that will help us in our, you know, future games against them to be able to, um, you know, have a, a good scouting report and a good, uh, you know, read on all those guys. And so, you know, just you know. Listen, our district is going to be wild. I, I said that to John last night. Is, you know, we're on two. We're going to John. Here he is. Yeah. <laughs> nice cue. <laughs> he shows up on cue. It's. <laughs> but you know, we're on two, and they're two and zero. Oh. And you know, Olympia's two and zero. Oh, but like, we're in a situation where, you know, if we sweep and and you know, win series against other other schools, we'll be just fine. And you know, John made the point last night that. You know, it was kind of re reversed. You know, last year we were the one seed and we got bounced early. You know, this year they were fighting to get that, that one or two seed, and and maybe it's a different approach for us. You know, maybe we need to be two or three uh, to have to fight our way into that final game and get into the playoffs. And, you know, there's something to be said for, for that too is, you know, last year 
you know, last year's last year, but like the pressure of being the one seed is a whole lot different than being that three or four seed that that team that's got to try to you know rise up and knock somebody off. So, um, you know, we're just going to again approach it, you know, one day at a time, one game at a time. And, and, and you know, I talk to the players every day about last game, next game. Last game was last night. You know, it's over with. Nothing we can do about it. We're going to go to practice today, and we're going to have a good day, and then we're going to prepare to play Piedmont, Oklahoma, on Monday. And, you know, that game's at 4 o'clock at Pensacola State College, so we get a chance to be on a college campus where, you know, our players and, you know, recruit our players. And that's, you know, part of the, this trip, too, is getting some of these kids exposure. And, you know, you can't always play right here in your backyard. You're, you're going to have to go away from home a little bit. And, you know, there's so many kids in, in Florida that can play baseball, and there's so many kids in Central Florida that uh, that get recruited to go other places. So, you know, it's one of those things where we want to uh, continue to develop them as, as players and as young men and, you know, give them an opportunity to uh, enhance their education and, and hopefully have, a you know, a good life one day. Speaking of John Perry, he's just joined us. Before we go, I'd like to get John's you know, chances for a question and comments. But before we do that, I'll ask you a question that I asked on the air uh, back in the game uh, when Caleb Stallings was pitching to, when he had the five-inning outing where he gave up no hits and I guess struck out the last, what, 13 batters or whatever. You know, earlier in the game, he was struggling a little bit with his control. And uh, you came out, and that's when the game was, was a tight game. And you came out to the mound, and from the moment you walked off the mound, it just seemed like he was just in total sync, and he started mowing them down right and left. And I said on the air, I, w- I wonder what Coach McDaniel said to Caleb Stallings when he went out for that mound visit. Can you share that with us? Might not be able to repeat that on air. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or you might want to not want to give away your secrets, and I understand that. Uh, no, you know, he has some some times where he gets revved up. He's a high, you know, he's got one speed. And it's you know, pedal to the floor, man. It's hammer down. That's how he is. He's well. He gets wound tight, and so you know, more than anything else, I just try to slow him down. Um, You know, and and try to slow the the pace of the game down a little bit for him, so he could get in a better rhythm and a better tempo. And uh, you know, we talked about you know, he's had some some games in the past where he's walked some guys and it's hurt him. And I just went out and said, listen, if you don't want to get back in, in that same situation that you've been in in the past where you walk a couple guys and then and you have a meltdown, you need to step back. When the game speeds up, you slow down. And that's as a player, that's how it works. And, and you know, you guys have been around baseball long enough and played baseball long enough to know that when the game starts to, to press you, you got to do something different and, and take that off of you and, and refocus. And that's really what we did there. And, you know, he he did it and did a good job of it, and he kept it. Uh, and that's the biggest thing, you know, especially with pitchers, is the composure component is is huge. And when you you show emotion, usually it's it's the wrong emotion, and it gets you in trouble. And it gets you in trouble on the mound, and it gets you in trouble with your coach. And that's something that he and I have talked about for a long time. And you know, I felt like that he uh, made a great adjustment there. And uh, you know. The rest is history, as they say. I mean, he, he struck out, you know, the next 13 guys he faced or something. You know, struck out 13, struck out the, the last nine. the transition from the guy who was really struggling to get the ball across a little bit. And, you know, next thing you know, he's just he's just money. You know? Yeah, and that's part of, you know, your job as a coach is to try to, to get the best out of them. And, and sometimes uh, they, they may not see the same things you see. And so, that you know, you have to be intuitive and, and know what to say and when to say it and, and at the right times. And, um, you know, we feel like that our staff is very good at that. And, and we also know our players. 
Um, and that's something that, you know, we're not just rolling a lineup out there. Like, we're with them every day. So we understand the, the, the goods and the bads. And, you know, sometimes you, you have to address those bad things uh, in a way where they can understand it and where they can uh, change it and make that adjustment to have success. We're going to uh, go a little bit longer in this segment because I want John to have a chance to, to jump in here. Before we go back over to John Perry, though, speaking with Coach Mike McDaniel, um, you know, as an old school guy, and you know, it's amazing how much the pitching aspect of baseball has changed from back when I was playing. You know, back in up when I was playing, you know, the pitchers that started the game ended the game if they threw uh, 70 pitches or if they threw 700 pitches. But anyway, uh, back in those days, um, you know, the um, it was, you know, basically what I'm getting to is, you know. Stallings on his pitch count, and he said before the game he was going to be on his pitch count. At the end of his five innings, he had a no-hitter going. And, um, you know, back in the day, that would have been a big deal to remove a pitcher with a no-hitter going. Now I realize today it's not that much of a big deal, but but was there any – was that something you even thought about? Did, did, did Stallings have any, any thoughts on that or, or, you know? He asked me to go back out in the six, and I said no. Um, that was pretty much it. He's like, uh, you know, I understand. And – you know, or, I knew, or, I knew, or, I mean, I knew. It is it is kind of a big deal when you take a guy out with, with you know, a no-hitter. Um, but like you say, if I let a guy go 700 pitches, I'm getting fired uh, in, in 2019. Like, <laughs> there's no question about it. Um, and that's one of those uh, things where, you know, it was a tough. That might have been a little exaggeration. <laughs> but maybe, but maybe, maybe not either. <laughs> if It was a tough situation for about 10 seconds. Uh, and, and then I said, you know what, we have a plan here. We've had a plan here from day one, and we're going to stick to our guns. And, you know, we, we have good enough guys behind him that we can finish this game and still uh, have an opportunity to win. And, uh, you know, it worked out in our favor. And, uh, you know, and he's been able to have other starts after that simply because, uh, you know, we, we try to keep him on that, that count and keep him, you know, in a healthy mode. So, John? Thanks, Roger. I just uh... – Last night, there was a lot of emotion on both sides. As I mentioned to no one pretty much last night, it's very typical of a Popka Lake Brantley, especially in baseball through the years. It's been that way for a long, long time in other sports as well. But baseball, because of the nature of the game, it, it, it can tend to get a little, little that way. Um, the... Is the emotion good or bad on, on games like that? I mean, at baseball, it's, it's so much more a numbers game probably than any other game. I mean, you know, if you have the 3,000 hits, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame, all, all that type of thing. And it's been that way for decades. But I, just sometimes is it focus on too much on, on the emotion or the you know, what I the think, other guys are chirping about and that kind of thing? I think it does play a role. Um, I think it's part of amateur baseball, and we talk about energy being a, a huge part of amateur baseball. You don't see that uh, so much uh, at the professional level. Right. You know, professional level, it's pretty much cut and dried. It's business as usual. They don't say too much to each other. Um, you know, there's no, you know, back and forth. And um, it, it, obviously in, in a Popkin and Lake Brantley, there, it's, it gets chippy, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. And it has for decades. <laughs> nothing. Last night was nothing new. Right? Well, and, and but we try to coach our guys to stay with our own guys. And and I'm not sure that's the same on the other side. And, and I, I actually said something to Eric during the game. is like, listen, I'm, I'm not going to put up with this all night. And, you know, I think there's a certain way that you do it. Like, And it's okay to, um, you know, be emotional. And it's okay to root for your teammates. And it's okay to um, be 
excited when something good happens, uh, and and that's fine. But you know, there's a, a line that you draw, and that line is not talking to other players or other coaches or any of that stuff. And, and I think that uh, a majority of the time, players cross the line. And I try to coach our guys not to cross the line, and I, and you, you you've seen it in the dugout. Is I, we just don't we don't we don't do that, you know. And and you know our guys, you know, can be a bit emotional, and you know, but but we always talk about just trying to keep your emotions in check and use them as positive energy. Right. And you know, last night, like, did it break our focus? I, I I'm not sure if it did or didn't. Um, I think they've all played in emotional games like that before. Um, it's just the, the fact is 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 they beat us. And, and they their offense was better than us. And, you know, one of the messages that we send to our team each and every day is they have to beat us. We don't have to beat them. They have to beat us. And last night they beat us. They beat us with their bats. Right. And, you know, like that lineup is as good a high school lineup as you will ever see. I, I mentioned to Jason Sanders last night, your assistant, I, it reminds me of the 91 Lake Brantley team with Jason Veritak and those cats. Uh, and, and their pitching staff was not great that year. Uh, I don't know. It was probably better than it is now, but but the, those guys were their bats were just incredible. And this this year's team is as good as I've seen in a long, long time. We got to jump in and take the break to, to get these guys on. Uh, Coach, uh, it's great to see you here. Hopefully, you stick around, John. Great to see you. And we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to bring in the Orange County champion, Apopka Memorial Middle School basketball team, and Coach Mark Washington on Blue Darter Sports Central. So please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Joe Ferraro's here. Coach Mike McDaniel of baseball is here. John Perry is here. And right now we're pleased to be joined by Coach Mark Washington, other members of the coaching staff of Apopka Memorial Middle School and players of Apopka Memorial Middle School of the basketball team, of course, and they just captured the Orange County Championship on Wednesday night. And, guys, it's great to have you here. And, Mark, I'll let you just kind of go ahead. And first of all, congratulations, Mark, Thank and you. congratulations to all of you. On uh, you know, It's not, not easy to become a champion in anything, and you guys have done it. So we're happy that we're to celebrate with you today, and we're glad you're here. Um, before we go back to Mark, I want to let everybody know that our program is presented by Florida Door Solutions. And let you know if you have garage door problems of any time, Florida Door Solutions has your solution and Florida Door Solutions gives back and supports everything in the Apopka community and on our stations. And, you know, just tell us who we have here and um, you kind of set the stage for us. All right. Mark so, Washington. <laughs> all right. So uh, first and foremost, um, thank you to the city of Apopka for coming out and um, showing so much support and dedication and just love for the for the guys. I tell them all the time that this isn't this this season wasn't just about 2019. It was about 2019, 2018, uh, 2000 and uh, 2010, way back to the 1990s, the 80s. Generation after generation, um, they've come through these halls. So it's just great to see it all kind of come together right now. 
out. Um, but it wasn't just one coach. It was it was it was all of the coaches. As a matter of fact, I was actually the, the latest addition. Coach Bolden and Coach Piconi, they've already been at a pop committal. They were there for. Um, they, I mean, they could tell you when they introduced themselves, but they've been there for years. I was um, I was a student there. I played there. Then I um, I spent the past two years coaching down the road at the rival, and now I've went from the rival to you know um, back home. It was kind of a homecoming for us. So um, all the coaches they'll get a chance to introduce themselves. Then we'll um, tell you guys about the players, and then they'll get a chance to to talk to you guys. Right. I was going to say it didn't seem like too long ago we were having you and you as the head coach at Wolf Lake <laughs> Middle School up here at Porky's. But yeah, go ahead and. Uh, yeah, introduce your coaches and have them say a word. So, um, so I'll give them the mic. There, they'll just talk. Uh, they'll introduce themselves, and then we'll go from there. Hey, I'm Coach Bowden. Uh, I've been at the Popkin Middle School now for six years. Um, and like he was saying, uh, you know, we thought it was a good idea to me and Mark. We we childhood friends. Uh, we we college roommates. FAMU, same dorm. Uh, you know, good idea for us to join forces at our old middle school that we went to school together and uh, bring the first championship back to a popular middle school. Uh, so also we have uh, Coach Piconi. How you doing? Good morning. I'm just so happy to be part of this coaching staff. Coach Bolden and I have been there seven, six years uh, being part of the basketball teams, trying to help them as much as possible, even when we were volunteering. We were just happy to be part of uh, together and now with Coach Washington and the great players in sixth grade, Jamari and Cameron, Elijah Alderson, sixth grade, playing ba playing basketball. So we're proud of the players. We're proud of the coaching staff, even Coach Shaw, another volunteer. We're just proud of everybody and how much they gave of themselves. And we had the goal to to try to win the championship with the boys and even make the playoffs with the girls. So we're so happy that we were able to accomplish both accomplishments. So we're just proud of everyone. We're just so excited about Popka and Popka daughter's future, hopefully. So we're very excited. Absolutely. And uh, happy to have you here joining us at Porky's on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Joined here in Mark yesterday <laughs> on the Our Hometown with Debbie O'Brien program. Oh, yes, yes. Now, Mark, tell us about these fellows we, we have here sitting with us. Okay, and um, and quickly, we also want to make sure we, we recognize and acknowledge um, Coach Shaw, Jaquan Shaw. Coach Shaw is, is a Popka resident. He also went to a Popka. He helps out with um, the volleyball team, basketball team. So um, we, we always say we're kind of like the Avengers assembling. We're like the Fantastic Four. We all came together to make this happen. So all of us played an equal role, and it was like um, a job by uh, accomplishment by committee. So right now, I'm having deja vu because last year we had Nakai, Kaven, Bryson, Brandon, but instead this year it's a new regime. So now we have our three team captains. Um, Gavin, he wasn't able to make it today, but um, what I'll do, I'll just quickly breeze through all the names of the roster, then I'll let these guys get the mic and then go from there. So really quickly, we have Jamari Sibley, Elijah Lewis, Brandon Southall, Cameron James, Antonio Ferguson, Gavin Justice, Lewis Rodriguez, Yes, um, Takoy, TJ Baskerville, Jeremiah Keaton, Sincere Edwards, we're halfway there, Devon Carwaz, Jeremiah Montpremier, John Fields, Andre Chatu, Carter Hankerson, Kevin Robertson, Charvis McCoy, Chavars McCoy, they're the two brothers, they came over from Meadowwoods. Um, then we get into our practice squad, the sixth graders, Evan James. Miles Risper, Josiah Shaw, Larson Taylor. We even have um, a team statistician, Coach Bolden. Who's our stat man? Uh, Deshaun Steele. And, and Deshaun, that's Coach Bolden's guy. He, um, they, you know, they, they go way back. Um, he's a seventh grader. Then myself, Coach Washington, Coach Bolden, Coach Piconi, Coach Shaw. Um, and then Coach Axon, he's the athletic director. Uh, man, that was a lot. That's a mouthful. I'm going to stop talking. Now. I'm going to let these guys talk. Go ahead. 
Who's up first? Yeah, well, tell us who, who's who's. Okay, here. so we have Elijah Lewis. Elijah, introduce yourself, buddy. What's up, guys? My name's Elijah. You gotta get close to the mic. Oh, sorry. My name's Elijah Lewis, and uh, this is my first year playing with the basketball team because I didn't have the right stuff to play with uh, the first two years in my middle school year. And we just had a fun season. Like, we had some blow games, and we also had some close, game, uh, close games. And then uh, the playoffs was our toughest part of the season. We had a lot of close games uh, in those couple games. Speak up. And then um, Sunridge, Sunridge um, we, we took them down. We did good in that game. And then Gotha was one of our hardest competitions. Uh, we, we took that out. And then Okoye was our, was our closest game. And uh, we both, everybody did good. Everybody did their job and played their game. All right, good. It takes to win. And, and, um, and what grade are you in? Eighth. And you said you, you didn't play last year. You didn't have what it takes. How, how, did, you, know, how well, did you get what it takes? And uh, you know, like I didn't mean it that way. I just like didn't have my physical. <laughs> You're referring to your paperwork. Paperwork. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have the paperwork to play the first two okay. years. And he, and he has a, he comes from the basketball. I was ask you about your coaching yeah. there, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't me. I wasn't here last year. That was Pagoni and Bond. I wasn't here last year. Nathan Lewis. The great high school player who's going on to college right now. He runs in the family. Even Cameron, his younger brother Evan, was in practice squad. Hopefully, he's going to carry on the legacy of, of Cameron, Cam. And Jamari Sibley, before that, Rashad Sibley played basketball at the high school. And the father's here right now. It's just wonderful about carrying on the legacies of all the names of the players. Great job. So, moving right along, next up we have Cameron James. Um, we had a good season. About Okoye, they, they they are a good team. Our first game that we had played them in the regular season, it was we won by how much? Like nine. Nine. And then when we had played them in the championship, it was a close game. But my last three years, I wasn't starting sixth grade because it was just like my first year playing like kind of organized basketball. In seventh grade year, it was an okay season. Then eighth grade, it was a way better season, all six and seven. So I'm just glad to be on this team and glad that we won the championship. To uh, what do you attribute? Uh, why, why do you think this season was, was better than last season? Because I'm also playing AAU, and I'm getting more comfortable instead of, like, always being nervous and stuff <laughs> like that. So Okay, good, good, good. Uh, next up, who do we have here? Jamari Silver. Yeah, um, I played all three years. Talk into the microphone. I played all three years. And sixth grade year, I was on practice squad. Um, I ain't played that much. Seventh grade year, I started, but we had like we wasn't that good in the season. But eighth grade year, we won every game. Like this, the season we was like we blew out every team except for Kobe. Uh, that game, I had like what 19 points in that game. And then in the playoffs. Well, I, we all did good. We all came out with a dub. The first game, we took them out. We got we got the dub. The second game, we just we took care of business. We beat them by five, and then we just kept on going. Then to Koei again, well, they did. Well, they actually gave us better competition. They they kept playing hard. We went to overtime in that game. Then we just took care of business in overtime. In, in what position do you play, Jamari, and, and what, how would you say is, is your role on the team? Uh, I play point guard and, and shooting guard. And, um, well, 
I played with better defense than all these, all these three right here. But very versatile. Okay, Jamar. Point guard, shooting guard, and and a great defensive player. Now it's easy to see why you guys. If you were the best defender, why weren't you guarding Jalen? And also, we we definitely have to give a shout out to um Gavin Justice. Gavin's not here today. He's actually about to go and get ready. He's preparing for a mission trip. Is it to El Salvador? So I think he's going on a mission trip tomorrow. So he um, he's actually getting ready for that. Um, he played a vital role. He was also an, an, um, a multi-year player. So um, Coach Bolden, he can talk a little bit more about Gavin Justice. Uh, Gavin Justice is the only kid on our team that's homeschooled. Uh, he's been with us for three years also, three-year player. The only three-year players we have is Cameron James, uh, Jamari Civit, uh, Sibley, uh, Gavin Justice, and uh, Jam. No, them the only three. It's only three. Three players. Uh, we also want to give a big shout-out to Coach McMillan. Um, he's been at Apopka Middle School for a long time. He's actually here at the show with us. Um, so he, he's the one told me. He said, uh, if y'all, you know, win uh, Wednesday night, y'all will be the first team ever to win the county in, in basketball. And Coach Mack, he's been a track coach for the last 30 years. Uh, at Apopka, so, you know, he's the reason why I started coaching. Uh, he got me to coach volleyball first. That was my first sport I ever coached. And then I uh, went from basketball, and now I do track also. So, Coach coach Matt. Yeah, true story of teamwork in many different I, ways. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've been at Apopka for, for the past 34 years, and I had Mark and Melvin and Jaquan all as sixth graders. So I also coach at the high school, so I've seen these kids grow up, and now I have pictures of them when they were in the sixth grade. Now here they are leading the first ever championship team at Apopka Middle School uh, to a county championship. Uh, the girls won back in 86, and now the boys have never done it before until now. So they're the first championship team uh, as far as the girls, and I had all these young men as sixth graders. So I'm just very proud to watch these young fellas grow and the young kids today. Uh, they just did an awesome job, and I um, look forward to what they're going to do in the future. Oh, Thank that's you. awesome. That, that is a great story. Um, boy, to, to have these guys as, as students and players when they were in sixth grade, see them come through and make great contributions as players and then go on become young men and then uh, lead the team to a state championship, a county championship. <laughs> Wonderful story. Thanks M for being Maybe here. state will be down the line. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we're going to go to our next break right now. We're coming to you live from Porky's on Blue Daughter Sports Central, and we're talking to the Orange County champion of Popkin Memorial Middle School basketball team. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. Coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Barbecue, 256 East Main Street, Apopka. Of course, Blue Dart Sports Central is presented by Florida Door Solutions. And in the best Apopka tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka High School athletics, youth sports in our community, and Apopka Little League, and many other charitable organizations throughout our community. To find out why Florida Door Solutions has been named best garage door company multiple years in a row, visit FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. 
And also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Baptiste Orthodontics and let you know that Dr. Andre Baptiste and Baptiste Orthodontics look forward to bracing the Blue Darters for success in 2019. And also want to let you know about the Baptiste Orthodontics Apopka Blue Darter Athlete of the Month. It's Naya Vogel in softball. She was a pitcher and Caleb Stallings in baseball, who of course is a pitcher as well. Now let's go back to Coach Mark Washington, his uh, the other staff, other coaches from Apopka Memorial Middle School, Coach Melvin Bolden and Coach Anthony Picconi, and players as well, Elijah Cameron and Jamari. And Coach, one question, uh, Mark, that, that that jumps out is I think the team uh, uh, was not too, you know, didn't have a lot of success in terms of wins and losses last year. Uh, this year you end up winning the county championship. What were some of the differences between uh, you know, this year and, and last year? And I'll start with you, and then I'll like to get your th the thoughts of your staff, you know, your, your, your colleagues as well. Okay, so um, I guess um, now last year, you know, the past two years I've been focused on um, just developing and, and growing the, the Wolf Lake program, and I, I also I'm on the coaching staff over at Apopka High. So um, the, the First and foremost, we always want to focus on the city of Apopka, whether it's the Piedmont students, whether it's the Apopka students, or the Wolf Lake students. So um, um, previously, before I got to Wolf Lake, I was over at Teague Middle School. When I got to Wolf Lake, Wolf Lake only won two games. So um, my brother and I, we formed a, a, a blueprint and a, just like a kind of a game plan and we turned that team around. After the first season, we went to the second round of the playoffs. Second season, we went all the way to the county championship last year. Um, that's when we came up two possessions short against Carver Middle School. So with that being the case, I have experience in, um, and like I say, it, it's a testament to preparation because really once you, once you change the mindset, anything is possible. The rest is basketball. So what I always do is I try to focus on the ABCs of success, and these guys know what the ABCs are. The A stands for academics. The B stands for behavior. C stands for character and conduct. Once we get those things under wraps, once you become a great citizen um, off the court, it's that much easier for you to stay focused and understand what it takes to be a better player on the court. And uh, so that's that's what I've done in my uh, my four years of doing this. As far as what was happening behind the scenes at the Pop Cup before I got there. from the other guys? Yes. I've been informed we're down to our last minute. Okay, so that's why I'll let them talk about that. Yeah, um, like you said, I, th I think it also came with, uh, with age, with experience. Uh, last year they was young. Um, so, you know, this year they learned from their, their mistakes. Um, they grew. They was hungry. Um, they came back ready, ready to play. Coach McConey? Yeah, just with all the Apopka, they've been here so long. They lived their lives here. You know, just to be part of that, you know, in seven years now, it's wonderful. And Wolf Lake's loss was Apopka's gain this year. It was. He made the, the final thing what we needed, Coach Bolden and myself, and the players getting getting better and more experience. A, a, a great story of teamwork, and we're glad to be able to share it with you on Blue Dart Sports Central today. Congratulations, Coach Mark Washington, Coach Melvin Bolden, Coach Anthony Picconi, and congratulations to the players, Elijah, Cameron, and Jamari, and all the members of the Apopka Memorial Middle School Orange County Champions. Thanks for joining us today at Porky's. Have a great weekend. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station.
garage door got the blues? They call Florida Door Solutions. They fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. Maybe your garage door didn't move this morning when you push that remote. You wake up the neighbors late at night? The new garage door's got the blues. Florida Door Solutions has got the cure. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. Call Florida Door Solutions at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions has the reputation for doing the job right the first time, every time. For Central Florida's headquarters for the best garage door and entry gate products from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. They designed, supplied, and installed those big new garage doors as part of the Citrus Bowl makeover. Garage doors got the blues. Call Florida Door Solutions, 866-FLA-DOOR. Or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.